There's no hoppers like show hoppers like no hoppers we know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season 3, Episode 5. Ah, love. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Only Murders in the Building Season 3 for the first time, as it is new on Hulu. I'm excited, and I'm here with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. I'm um, Mr. Sal. Love is in the air. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't mind me. I'm just loudly shattering sea glass for my aquarium. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what the heck do you have there <laughs> as a prop? I don't know, we became prop comics. Uh, yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, Kurt, uh, we this is the, the middle of the season. Once we finish covering this episode, we'll be halfway through season three. Let's see where we stand halfway through season three with our ratings. Ratings. All right, Kurt, I... What did you give last episode? Do you remember? Did you give it an eight or a nine? An eight? Okay. Eight. All right. So, and I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, you gave it an eight because it was very funny, but you uh, thought it was not heavy enough on the emotional stuff. It was like, so on the, on the spectrum of f- uh, comedy and emotion, you thought it tipped too heavy in comedy and not enough yeah. emotion. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think maybe it's the opposite in this episode that you think this one tips a little too heavy emotion and not enough comedy. Uh, and so I think um, I'll, I'll run through the, the different stories, I guess. I think uh, I think you liked Oliver and Loretta. I think that one was fine. I thought I bet you didn't like Mabel and Tauber very much. Uh, the Charles um, Joy stuff. I think you liked it as long as Saz was there, but I, I'm not because I know you love Saz. But I don't know that you Saz. were just, yeah. And the Jan mention. And the Jan mention, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I know you love both of them. But, uh, so I think you love that. But I don't know how much you like just Charles and Joy on their own in this episode. I think you're excited, though, that you were right, that, and I was wrong, that Charles punched Ben and I, that he didn't get lipstick on his face. So mm. thank you for giving I don't think I said charles punched no ben. but you said ben got punched i did yeah or something yeah, or what? hit or whatever but um but i don't know if you liked it i think you liked it pretty much on a level with the last episode and you gave it another eight out of ten right. this i mean relationship i i think you love relationships in the series so i think you definitely liked it more than last episode the question is by how much i think oliver and loretta you liked Charles and Joy, I think you like my the biggest question for me is how you felt felt about the Mabel and Tobert. Is it Tobert? How was his name? Tob- it's Tobert. Yep, it's Robert with yep. a T. Robert Tobert. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Not Tobert. He, yeah, he has Robert. Said, he has said that twice. You know, I know <laughs> he has. I and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> ignorantly going Tobert. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, at least you're not going Tobert. Tobert. <laughs> well, in my defense, he didn't say it to me. <laughs> okay. All right. You two trust me. That's, that's the <laughs> issue is giving out in directions to lots of people, like a whole audience of people. But how did you feel about this episode? Oh, I think you gave it a nine. I think I think I think you liked your or Oliver Loretta stuff. You liked the Charles and Joy stuff. I don't know which one you liked more than the other. Um, I, I it could go either way. Right, one's kind of a happier side, but there's a little bit of you know 
is Loretta the killer or what's Loretta's involvement in this? I don't think any of us going into the episode think uh, Loretta was the killer in any way. However, I mean, we'll save that for later as to how we feel about it now. Right. Tober and Mabel, though. Hmm. If you liked that scene, you might have, or not scene, if you liked that sequence as much as you liked the other two, you might have given this a 10, but I, I don't think you did. I, I think you gave it a 9. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> didn't. Um, but, and and, and uh, I did give it a 9. I, and that took two viewings to get it up to a 9. It's, it, it started as an 8. Uh, I, I, I didn't find much about this episode very funny. Other than Saz. <laughs> Saz was funny. Um, was funny, but uh, I, but the emotional stuff for, was was really good for Oliver and Loretta, and that was also really good for Charles and Joy. I I did not like the Mabel and Tobert stuff at all. I uh, I, I I so I feel similar. I gave it a nine. I gave it, I actually gave it like I I loved the Oliver Loretta and the Charles great. and Joy stuff. I okay. I did not dislike it at all. So I know you were questioning whether or not Saz buoyed it. I liked Saz, but I I also liked the one with just Charles and Joy. Those two. Okay. Storylines I liked a lot, but yeah, the Mabel Tobert stuff. I didn't hate it, but I mean, just kind of very mediocre. You know, whatever. Me, if anything, it was really the just kind of just plot. Yeah, and it was plot, but to me, it was just misdirection. It's like this is not like like they'll explain why Jonathan is hanging out with Doctor C eventually, and it won't be because either one of them was involved in Ben's murder or attempted murder. Yeah. Um, how, how was Mabel or Tobert changes the character after this? Nothing. Well, I mean, they're uh, together. They, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they're making out, but I, I guess the one thing that I'll say about the Mabel Tobert stuff is I, if I felt like they were going to go down this road again, because I, I, season one, like Charles was dating the killer. Mm hmm. I don't think they can have them dating the killer again. <laughs> so, like, Tobert, but I don't think Tobert is the killer, and I, I, never, I never did, really. But, well, no, I guess there was one episode second where on I had list. him. Yeah, he's been second on my list, but he's, I think there was one episode where I even had him first on my list. I, I don't, like, but but I, I think I'm pretty confident in where I stand on Tobert, that he may have witnessed the murder but didn't commit it himself. Which, in a way, um, is like committing murder. If you witness no, it and not. don't tell anyone. Oh yeah, I mean, if you don't tell anyone, I guess. But, um, but anyway, regardless, I don't think, I, I don't think that any there was any real substance to Mabel and Tauber other than they're now maybe a couple. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. It's not like there's no when you're watching it. There's no like roller coaster of emotions or like oh, what's gonna happen? That's just like no. chatting idly, and then it's like a plot exposition of. Oh, look at Jonathan over there mm -hmm. <laughs> talking to Doctor C, and then yeah, that's yeah. it. The the other two storylines in comparison, there's you know there's a lot more going on. Oliver and Loretta is probably the best with like the up down up down of like that. Oh, that one like, interested it, me the most. Like I could did the whole episode with just those two. It, it was really interesting. Like they they are really good actors. Oh my god, Bill <laughs> <Real laughs> Streep is a very good actress. <laughs> oh. Man, like. When they were first having dinner together, and how awkward it was. Oh. Uh huh. When, when, when Oliver cracks that joke about the, that's it. Chewing on some chops. No, before that, uh, dinner or before uh, dessert. Oh yeah. And it's like always oh, like, <laughs> it looks so awkward. Oh, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's great. It's, Her swine really... impression is very good too. <laughs> will she will she snowball? 
Animal she Farm? She was a Snowball in Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, in Charlotte's Web, she was, oh, I don't remember what the pig's is, name is in Charlotte's Web. Is Charlotte the spider or the pig? Charlotte's the spider. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember the, the pig's name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Charlotte. So, yeah, not also Charlotte. <laughs> All right. So we know what, what name it isn't. All right. Yeah. Uh, actually, I thought it was I thought it was Wilbur. Was it not Wilbur? Wilbur. Something. There's a pig named Wilbur somewhere. Right. I'm pretty sure it, it's in Charlotte's Web. Hey, whatever. Go on. Yeah, yeah. So, but but this this stuff, and I have a lot to say about you know what the, the hints that they're dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Loretta, because I, I think that was the part of the episode that interested me the most is that definitely they're, they're dropping hints about Loretta that I think actually do have some substance. I don't know if that she, I don't think she's the killer, uh-huh. but I think there's some big thing here with Loretta. Yeah. Um, and Charles and, and Jan are trying not Jan, Jan. Why does he have to Zoe. date people with <laughs> names that are three, three letters. letters and start with J. <laughs> uh, so, um, Charles enjoyed that stuff. I thought, that was the kind of the psychological core of the episode, which was really good. I mean, there was a literal like analysis session with, with yeah, Sass and Charles. So, it's so, a nice fish tank. Yeah. So I, I and a breakup scene and a breakup scene. That's right, a breakup scene. Oh, gotta love those. So Dude. you know, you know, I love a good breakup scene. But it, yeah. So that that stuff is great. I really. I guess I still don't think it was as funny as I mean, last episode was probably the funniest episode of the season. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, Last episode was way funnier than this episode. There's still some funny parts, but yeah, this this might be the least funny episode in the season. I I think it is. I agree. Um, And I think that's why I, I, I landed on an eight to start with. But then on second viewing, once I started to pick up the clues about Loretta, whole. That that I really loved it. So, um, so yeah, nine is is where I land. Right. And you too. Well, right. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, what the, we've talked about a lot of scenes so far, but what which ones were our favorites? Favorite scenes. All right, Kurt. I'm almost certain that this is not right, but I if. If I'm wrong about this, I can live with myself. If I guess a different scene and it was this one, I couldn't live with myself. I, so I, have I can, to guess I can feel scene. that. I understand <laughs> that feeling in life, yeah. <laughs> so I have to guess this scene, even though I'm really uncertain about it. Um, but I I know you love Saz, and I know you love Jan. And when Saz is talking about Jan, I think that's your favorite scene. Uh, well, similarly as to how you said that, you know what I have to say here, Mr. Sal. I do. I'm, don't say it, and I'm wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate myself for it. I shouldn't say I'm gonna hate myself. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so upset. Like, ah, obviously a breakup scene. So you said, uh, Charles enjoys breakup scene. I mean, that's a, that's a solid read of my mind of, of my normal state uh, of, of, of affairs. Well, you're not it was, normal. It was not my favorite scene. But normally, I do pick a breakup scene. But I didn't. Okay, pick this one. you also got me wrong. That's fine. I can live I'm with that. A, I, <laughs> are, are we allowed for a second guess? You want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All give right, me another, give me another crack at it. All right, for uh, for you, 
I think maybe. Oh boy, I don't. I didn't even think about this. Uh, Me either. Oh, no, I did. I did think about this. I have ones mm-hmm. crossed out. I'll go with that one. The purple doobie scene. I want to say that for you too, actually. <laughs> purple doobie scene. That's what I called it. The purple doobie scene. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm gonna say that for you as well. Oh, okay. That's not my favorite scene. Uh, it's not mine either. Oh my gosh, and we're not doing a third scene. So. No, we're not. We're not. Doing, well, you sure? I know I'm not. I, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if we did the same scene. I wonder if we picked. The oh same my god! And we're just scene. both avoiding saying the same scene. <laughs> I have not said my favorite scene. Have you seen? Your I favorite have not scene? said my favorite scene. <laughs> I I put the final scene. Oh oh okay well, with the the betting in the scrapbook. Yeah, with Oliver discovering Loretta's. Oh wow! Really? Because he because he discovered the scrapbook. Yeah. So I mean, so I'll, I'll give a little context. I guess. Yeah. Well, this is my favorite scene. Is It'll perhaps unfair because what makes the scene no, it's not that unfair because what makes the scene really great is the roller coaster Oliver feels throughout this, you know, their, their whole date night here, right? They come, it's kind of awkward, things are starting to loosen up when they're having dinner. Then he gets, you know, she says the effing pig line, and now he's suspicious, and it kind of makes things awkward again. Then things right. loosen up again on the ship, yeah, comes back, <laughs> they talk about doobie. it, yeah, yeah, and then loosens up with a purple doobie. They start talking back about the whole Ben situation, tightens things back up. We hear a little bit of stuff that happened in the past, what Loretta claims that happened. Things loosen back up. They have dessert. Things are looking great for them. And boom, again now, Oliver is... <laughs> is, is, is uh, that Getting that last... I don't know what you want to refer to as, but just the shock gut, of it. Now, gut, gut punch. That's what Joy calls it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that's a good terminology. By Joe. It's a good gut punch, and that's why I like the scene a lot. It's I don't think Loretta killed Ben, but we'll be we talk about that during the other segment. Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I have a lot to say about that scrapbook, but I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. gonna save it until that, we talk okay, about who we, our suspicions. So, yeah, so basically, right. why I like that is it really to me culminated a lot of that how I felt that roller coaster mm-hmm. part for the Oliver Loretta storyline and that's my favorite storyline oh that's that's very fair i like that okay good job all right well uh, my favorite scene was not the purple doobie scene but it was the other big scene on the boat oh so when they're uh the tooth fairy the tooth fairy yes yes okay got it yeah. <laughs> yes um but but that scene is it starts before they she starts the discussion of the tooth fairy they're just kind of like cuddling right they're, they're cuddling and they look like they're having a great time and just really enjoying each other uh i mean at, the, at one point in this conversation oliver says to loretta i adore you i adore everything about you like it really they're very much into this um but loretta does here apologize for bringing up ben earlier and tells oliver that she did call him an effing pig on opening night they had a big fight she hated how he treated everyone. She was not the only person who disliked Ben. He treated everyone like garbage, especially that sweet assistant of his, Dickie. He's so sweet, um, which is a term that uh, well, Paul read. Uh, ben, the, the, a term that Ben used to describe what I think of the cookies in the dressing room. Going to sit there all sweet, right? So, um but we was talking we, to Dickie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We get a flashback to the to the fight. It's a quick one, but it, it looks like a physical fight. That is something. It looks like Ben was going after Loretta. So I think that 
I can, I think we can kind of close the book on who Charles was talking about when he said to Ben, stay away from her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. It seems, seems like it was Loretta. Anyway, he said that she, that he, she was obsessed with him and that she wormed her way into this show. And I want to, I just want to call back to how she got that audition in the first place. She was not on the list. She just showed up saying that her agent had told her that she had an audition. But what if Ben was right? What if she did actually just show up and do this? The scrapbook doesn't help her. <laughs> no, it does not. Uh, but she did call him an effing pig. And Oliver just adores everything about her anyhow. And then they reach the bridge and she tells him this cool story about how her mom used to bring her out on a ferry on the Mississippi River every time she lost a tooth. And I thought it was, I thought it was important that she gave a location, the Mississippi River. That's true. Because uh, I, I feel like we need to know that. Um, for And I'll, I'll talk more about that later, too. <laughs> anyway, um, and she tossed the tooth under the bridge and make a wish to the tooth fairy, right? And then Oliver does so. And what's his wish? Well, he kisses her, so we can probably assume that his wish came true. But uh, so a lot of this... It was a PlayStation uh, 5. What? He was wishing for a PlayStation <laughs> 5. <laughs> so a lot of this is about um, about their relationship, which is, is very, it's, it's nice and it's sweet and it's cute. But uh, so much of the reason why I love this scene is because I feel like we're learning a lot. And like, I feel like Loretta dropped a lot of hints for us here. Um, agree. And, and you got more hints than i did but i'm very curious to chat about this yeah we'll talk about this later but anyway so i i and I, this was not my original favorite scene i think my original favorite scene um i don't i couldn't even tell you it might have been the purple doobie scene um but when i watched it a second time with what i had in mind for suspicions from the scrapbook in my head i was like oh wow this is really good i this is the scene right here so and again we'll talk more about that later I, I right. what I, I want to add for that scene is the very end of it, like after they kiss, mm -hmm. that score, pretty sick. Of the of the, oh, <laughs> the building score? Yeah, yeah. Did the, you like? The... Oh yeah. The, I mean, it's I, I love the music in this in this show. Like I, I really do. That that theme song, the opening credits, makes me so happy. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's get your it's magnifying like... glass out and put on your Sherlock hat. You're right. <laughs> yeah anyway all right so that's those are our favorite scenes i think it's time kurt to play a little game oh no solid game <laughs> who said it who said it all right sorry his name's jigsaw in the saw movies <laughs> he's not called saw my bad okay i didn't get the reference anyway so it's oh, fine okay <laughs> <laughs> that's right. the apologies for the listeners out there <laughs> all right are you ready for your first i have three are you ready oh, for your first God. one i guess you make these so hard yeah go on do not you get them all I'm right again. Oh, no, you don't you don't get them all right i take that back oh thanks all for right. bringing that up <laughs> <laughs> all right first one ready yeah yeah that was super sexy 
Oh, this is this is literally the I love episode. <laughs> Only the, one person says that. That is super sexy. That was super sexy. That was super sexy. Okay, I think that's a uh, Loretta to Oliver. Oh, so close! It's Oliver to Loretta. Oh, what? <laughs> I thought it was the toothpick. Okay, no. Nope. This is this is after uh, she blows purple doobie smoke in his mouth. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. says that was super sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Mike Tyson list. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So this this scene, which I it was a, a close runner up for my favorite scene, but I I really liked the uh, the coincidence of that purple joint. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's actually, cool, but it also adds to the whole, like Loretta. I uh, we might talk about it later. I think I think it's interesting that they both are in the same circles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, all right. So, um, but she she leads with pick your poison, and he he's spooked by this, yeah. right? <laughs> because he's, he's he's been suspecting her of potentially being a poisoner. But she produces a, a, a flask of alcohol. You're familiar with flasks of alcohol, right, Kurt? Yeah, flasks. You know what they are, right? Okay, good. <laughs> and uh, a purple joint rolled by Oliver in 1978. Apparently, they have run in similar circles for years. And while he never really noticed her, she certainly noticed him and, and was really hoping to be in one of his productions, but never, never got there. But I liked, I liked that was you know, she talks about her twelfth roommate Babette, who when she says the name. Oliver immediately recognizes and says, wait a minute, I rolled 10 joints for her with purple paper or crepe paper or whatever. Uh, so it, it was it was cool. I, I like that coincidence. Maybe That's not cool. a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, she laments her luck as an actor and maybe she says, maybe she's cursed or maybe this is what she deserves. She does not Define what she means by that, or explain why she thinks she deserves a, a life of uh, the life of a struggling actor. But she also thinks his new tooth gap is handsome. That could also be the the forty year old weed talking. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that scene. Are you okay? You're over one, Kurt. You ready for your second quote? I feel like I should get half a point for that. Uh, okay, I'll give you half a point. Whatever, fine. Thank you. <laughs> All, right. All right, your second quote. It's rare. I invented it, but it also means I know the treatment. What the heck? It's rare. I invent. Oh, says to um Charles. Yeah, good job. Says to Charles. I don't even remember the name of the condition that she Me defines, either. but it's yeah. like murderous girlfriend syndrome or something like that. Yeah. It's like uh -huh. it's rare. I invented it, but that also means I know the cure <laughs> or the the treatment. So I like this. I actually really like this scene with Saz a lot. Um, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why I guessed it for you. But Saz encourages Charles to see a therapist. She says, "She's you know, she says, uh, you know that the big white head of yours needs to be shrunk. Could use a little shrinking." But she also breaks the news to him that she and Jan have been you know seeing each other through sexy glass, <laughs> um, and the and Charles uh, tells Saz that he's worried that Joy's a murderer. She thinks he's got the case and the engagement all mushed up, but she has an idea for a game. All right. 
Last quote. You're one and a half for two. Okay. All right. Better to love. I'm sorry. Let me start over again. Better to lose your mind loving than to live your life loveless. <clears throat> Joy uh, voiceover. Wow. Good one, Kurt. You got it. I, I right. think the first one was the hardest one. Uh, clearly. I think it's most applicable in the episode. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, this is Joy's opening voiceover. In the, in the very beginning, she talks about love in New York City. Can you ever really know the person that you're sleeping with? Um, Charles still hasn't asked Joy about the mirror. Uh, and Oliver has a date with Loretta. Mabel is meeting Tobert to stake out a suspect. Definitely not a date. Uh, but it's kind of the opening setup to the episode. I, I actually love the theme of this episode. The fact that it's all like centered around love, all three characters yep. on a date. Well, I guess Charles is in on but a Charles, date. But he's yeah, a bit he's more of a mature relationship. He's engaged. I mean, I guess so. Well, not anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, there you have it. So. Well, three out of three. Yeah. No, Once you round. Well, we have to round. <laughs> yeah, can't throw that, that on the report uh, card. So That's like an 85%, Kurt. 84, I think. Well, I rounded a two, two and a half out of three to 2.5 divided by three. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> All right. You'll see. <laughs> what does that mean? I was like, I was threatening. No, to do it. Do 2.5 divided by three <laughs> times 100. It's about an 84, maybe even 83. We'll round it up, though. Three out of three would be 100, though. No, oh, we, we can round it up to an 85 if you want. That's, that's rounding. <laughs> Is this how it's allowed to barter for, or not barter, negotiate for a higher grade? No. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. So those are uh, those are the, the quotes that I had for who said it. And did I miss anything that you found funny? Because we haven't really talked about other stuff that we found funny. We've been talking about I, it along the way. But... So I, I agree. Saz is really funny. Saz itself is like. Just as his whole personality, the whole bit that says, I, I love the, that in universe canon, Saz is. Mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, I'm glad to see that Saz is Charles' understudy for the play. So, no, we'll more Saz. no. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, no. no. Not, yeah, no. She, she says that she, she was so disappointed with not being chosen as his understudy yeah, yeah, that, my bad. that she right. went and was doing some stunts for Scott Bakula. You know who Scott Bakula is? No, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> the original Quantum Leap main character. Oh, Quantum! I've heard Quantum Leap was popular. I don't know. Oh, I love Quantum Leap. <laughs> I, I, I've never watched it, or do I really know anything about it? But Saz was funny. I agree, but I thought Oliver was still pretty funny in the episode. Oh, me too. I, I, I'll say this, especially early on. Once, once yeah. they're like on the boat, I wouldn't really call him that comedic anymore. But beforehand, yeah. I think he's pretty funny. Like when he's in the elevator with Mabel after they're leaving oh, yeah. Charles right in the opening scene. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I dipped my quill in a woman's ink pot. Any new moves I should know about? <laughs> the way he was moving his hand. It's so sinister. I, know. I don't know. I know. Oh my god. That's I, I, the funny thing he did was um, when he was going to Loretta's door. <laughs> the binoculars. You know, the, the, yeah, when he was spritzing, when he was spritzing yeah. his mouth. Yep. Yeah, he looked at a catcher. He's like, like a dog. That's what that's what a dog does. <laughs> he sprays it in the air and he like jumps at it. He chews at it. Yeah, he like chews it. It was really great. Um, I liked Maple's line about the scarf. I don't know what the scarf is saying, but all I can see is a crayon box. That's really <laughs> uh, uh, more on Oliver. This is part of his fan club here. He, 
the whole solid food angle. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, I love chewing on a chop. Yeah, <laughs> loves me some solid food, and then whatever. Losing the tooth is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, a little funny. Yeah. All right. So, Kurt, let's uh, enter the recap here. All right. First scene, check. We did that one. Second scene, Charles tells Joy they found the lipstick in Ben's dressing room. And Joy deflects, like really just kind of brushes it off, but puts the 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 a-hole terrorist president mckinley in solitary confinement oh yeah that was pretty I, that was really funny that was pretty funny yeah <laughs> uh charles finally asks joy if she knows anything about the mirror uh message and joy is uh, very offended she feels like she's being interrogated she doesn't want to be interrogated about taste cake uh, uh tasting cakes she hopes that charles trusts her palate enough to do that and so she leaves him alone with saz who has arrived with an 18-piece fondue set. Maybe Saz wants to be interrogated. So Joy's off to the cake testing alone, and Saz will stick around with Charles. Uh, next scene, Tobert has gotten creative with the stakeout idea in order to get a date with that cute girl from the armoire. He suspects that uh, the his suspect, the person that he kind of told Mabel that he was tracking here. It was Jonathan. But now he's just a fan of his cabaret set, so... You know what I like about this? They're, they're basically skipping over the Jonathan episode. You're right. <laughs> no, <I laughs> I'm know. all right with not, that. It would not surprise me at all if Jonathan is the narrator of the next episode. No, that's actually fair, because now they, he yeah. does something that they're trying to key in on. Yeah. So that's true. Yep. So uh, we'll skip over the next scene, because that says uh, analyzing Charles. Uh Next, we get Loretta's pork chops. They are so hard that Oliver loses a tooth, and they laugh and compare snorts. And this transitions to Loretta calling Ben an effing pig. Oliver's clearly spooked, goes white, according to Loretta, but Loretta knows just the place for his tooth. Meanwhile, Tobert wonders about Mabel's connection with the guys, and uh, yeah, he sometimes thinks about settling down. So, oh, I, don't, oh. I don't know if he's like coming on hard here or if he's like I don't know what he's trying to do. Well, I, I mean I think <laughs> I know what he's trying to do. <laughs> I mean you always have to be suspicious of is is he just trying to use Mabel to get to that murder board or is he actually interested in Mabel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, Mabel does not have a great track record in these seasons for long term relationships. <laughs> no. There's always you know, one season. So right now yeah. Robert not going to be in season four. I don't so know. Far. I don't know if I can do another season of Mabel dating like a, another some, person, another suspect. Like because Oscar was a suspect for a while, and Alice was the suspect like right to the end. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I think they've gone to that well a little bit too much. If Tobert is also there, but I'm still he's still on my radar, unfortunately. But anyway, suspects, but they're never guilty. I know. So. Yeah. Who isn't a suspect in a good murder mystery? That's what all that's <laughs> the what three I'll podcasters apparently. <laughs> I'd still think, but like, Charles though, oh, he held uh, back some information. He did. That's kind true. of suspicious. That's true. You know, it's kind of suspicious that he didn't say that to Oliver and Mabel. But anyway, yeah, not suspicious. Almost, but no, I'd call that suspicious. Right. Like seeing a murder and not reporting it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
Uh, what if it's not a murder? What if it's an accident? <laughs> that's third degree. <laughs> okay, murder. All right. right, that's manslaughter. I don't know. No, uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Tobert. What if Tobert sees an accident happen? Oh, like he tripped and fell. Not top. Oh, you know, we gotta remember. We gotta remember the hanky thing. I know. Yeah, the hanky. Whatever. Until <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, next week at commit or be committed, the game show between Charles and Saz. Charles thinks that Joy's sex drive means she should be committed. <laughs> but no, he's wrong about that. According to Saz, There's nothing wrong with a healthy sex drive. He also wonders how she has known every inch of his face for decades and still wants him. Doesn't that make her a psychopath? He asks. <laughs> And uh, sounds like the behavior of someone who loves you for you, says Saz. And I do love Charles. This is kind of heartbreaking. He says, but I'm me. So, so uh, very low confidence here. But Saz kind of susses out based on that, that you're not, he's not afraid of uppercase J joy. He's afraid of lowercase J joy. Mm. Of course, Joy's name is probably intentionally chosen here because Charles is, feels like he is not deserving of Joy in his life, but mm -hmm. he has Either this woman one. named Joy in his life. So, Anyway, we already talked about the, um, the purple doobie scene, so we'll skip ahead to Mabel seeing Jonathan hugging a guy and then handing him an envelope in exchange for a slip of paper. Tobert knocks over a waiter's tray trying to get a glimpse of it, but they get seen probably should have made out Oh, well, Tobert does recognize the guy. We already talked about Loretta and Oliver and the Tooth Fairy. So skip ahead to the guy with Jonathan was Ben's private doctor, Dr. C. And he's come to see Ben a few times this year. <laughs> That's what he said when he came in. Dr. C here <laughs> to see you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's maybe. something seem thing to i i can't keep forcing that go on sorry <laughs> okay good <laughs> all right joy returns with many samples of cake and charles apologizes joy admits that she was backstage on opening night howard summoned her because ben got hurt uh, charles was the one though who hit ben after his fight with Loretta. And Joy is very upset about this. You know, you're accusing me, but you hit Ben? This is ridiculous. And she, she's also upset that he talked to everyone else but her about the lipstick. She's, but uh, she also says, like, everything wrong here. Oh, I know. She's even more <laughs> upset when she finds out that he didn't propose on purpose. He didn't mean to. <laughs> I did, this, this is a pretty heartbreaking line here. Well, not heartbreaking, but it's, it's, it's pretty pointed i'm kidding myself thinking you're ready to open up to a woman as open as i am which is a really good observation they are completely opposite in that regard and charles is mm -hmm. very in, uh, introverted and private and joy is certainly the opposite of those but she thought he could change and i just want to remember back to last episode when charles went to the white room for the second time and oliver pulled him into his office and oliver said maybe you don't need to change. Maybe you are enough, right? So mm -hmm. he's, he's hearing exactly the opposite thing from Joy here. I thought that you could change. Uh, I like that juxtaposition that they set up there, that he's got you know his friends saying, you are good the way you are. Uh, he's even got Saz saying that Joy loves you for you. But now here's Joy saying, I thought you could change. Uh, 
meaning that she, he wasn't good enough for her. So maybe this relationship probably was not one that should have been happening to begin with. But they were engaged. Yeah, accidentally. <laughs> Did, I, I don't think, have I ever talked about this as one of the cardinal uh, rules of show hoppers? Yeah, I, I know I've talked about Mary, having kids will not fix yep. your problems. Getting nope. married will not fix your problems. Getting married will, yes, those things will not fix your problems. But there's another one, and I don't know if I've ever put it in there. And that is never start a relationship with someone with the expectation that they will change. If you don't oh, love them exactly the way they are, then you should not be in that relationship. Because the odds of someone changing are pretty slim. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you approve. All right. <laughs> that's good. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he tries to embrace her. Charles does, but she shoves cake at him and calls off the engagement. I, what kind of makes the scene sad, though, is it looks like Joy. I mean, the whole time we've seen Joy in this relationship, she seems like all in, so happy all the time. Yeah. And now that it seems that Charles is ready, right? He's he's ready to yeah. go into this. He's not, you know, yeah. it's, it's sad. Sad is kind of actually shape. It's sad. And Joy leaves his life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Both. Yeah, exactly. Mabel brings Tobert home and shows him the suspect board with him on it. You know, due diligence. And they put Dr. C on the board and kiss. And then finally we get your favorite scene. So that takes us all the way to the end okay kurt mm -hmm. we did it we did we have more to do but before we can do that i need to know what time it is do you know what time it is oh mr south of course i do it's tv time yes ain't no time like a tv time okay kurt what do you think scout from one to five what do the audience give this five Five it is, 72%. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. About it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Favorite characters, though. All right. I think for you, boy, I I got to believe you said either Oliver or Loretta. Oh, man. You were gushing. I, I had Oliver written down here, but you were gushing about Meryl Streep. I'm going to say you said Loretta. Well, I, I literally just changed my answer. While you were talking, <laughs> I'll wait before I reveal that answer. Okay. Just, just want you to know that I was changing it while you were guessing my character. I think you picked Loretta. I think the people picked. I know they broke the streak last episode, but is it... I'm going to say Mabel. Oh, I got to pick the people too. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, just to be different. I'll, I'll say that the people picked Loretta. All right. You got me right. And I you got me right. For, I swapped from uh, Charles to Loretta. And I swapped from Oliver to Loretta, actually. Or sorry, not Charles. Sorry. Yeah, I meant Oliver. My bad. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so we both did the same exact thing. But <laughs> you got the people right, and I did not. 67% of the people said Mabel. My faith that the people has not been there. Last episode, <laughs> I was proud of them. <laughs> I know, right? Now, oh. <laughs> After this episode, they went, to, they went with Mabel for this one? Old Reliable. It, it's because she had a low-cut dress on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel. Oh, <laughs> uh, bloody Mabel. Okay, well, that's TV time. All right, Kurt. I think we need to talk about... We have to, we have to do a bit of an incident report. 
Oh, we haven't heard that sound effect in a long time. What do you mean? What do you mean? This is a new sound nothing, effect. Nothing. <laughs> if listeners, if you know where that sound effect's from, aka where we've used it in the past, let us know. Showperspodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So just to recap some of the suspicious stuff from prior episodes, we have the the hanky in Dead Ben's hand. Ben had a, got a, that phone call at the cast party. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Dr. C. Oh, yeah. I, that That's what I'm thinking, which makes sense. You know, you want to see his doctor after being, you know, dead. I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good doctor to see if they died. If you died with them being your doctor. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we got the we got the Ben's propensity for or affinity for cookies. We've got uh, the dressing room footage where I believe there were cookies. We've got Loretta and Charles wanted to play dead because Loretta uh, wanted to be with Oliver and Charles uh, had uh, some anxiety about it. We've got the stay away from her and the the red mark on the face, which we've I think we've solved both of those things. Mm-hmm. Charles was talking about Loretta and Charles is the one who hit Ben. We know Jonathan was the understudy. Which that came up quite a bit in this episode uh, that he had something to gain by Ben's death and he is meeting with Ben's personal doctor. We've got uh, Dickie's eye-rolliness. Seems like Dickie was not the biggest Ben fan, but who knows? Just what it seemed like. Dickie did... Uh, he's kind, though. He's kind. Yes, he's very Dickie. sweet. Yes, he's very sweet, sweet and kind. Yeah, Dickie did uh, end Tobert's contract uh, Ben's blood was clean. Kimber has that anti-aging serum. Joy uh, did scare Ben and f- and fix up Ben's uh, makeup. Joy's lipstick was in the room. The effing pig was written on the mirror. And now we have Dr. C and Loretta's scrapbook. So the big thing for me from this episode. Oh, Loretta. Yeah. Loretta's scrapbook. Yeah. No, oh, no I mean, the, the big, big thing, thing for yeah. me. I think the big thing here is Loretta, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, certainly. Okay. All right. What do you do? You want me to talk about Loretta first, or do you, do you want to like to chime in I, first? I, I like to chime in a little. Cause I think I think so you watched. The, I only watched the episode once, and if you watched it twice, yeah. um, did you pause on the scrapbook and you like look at the oh, details? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so a, a big thing that's so she said the effing pig line. I don't think she even drew the effing pig in his room. No, I think, I think he, he drew he, that himself. He, still, yeah, yeah. I, I still think he did. Just yeah. he was thinking about what Loretta told him. But it well, definitely I think, looks I think like he also ate the cookies and oh, was yeah, being yeah. self-critical <laughs> about eating the cookies. That's why, yeah, that's why he, he just you know a lot of self-hatred in that moment. <laughs> that's why he drew that. Yeah. But it does seem to me that Loretta is a stalker of some sort. Okay, Oliver having the same circles as Oliver. The mm-hmm. scrapbook with um. Oh, you think ben. she was stalking Oliver? Potentially. Oh. Potentially. Potentially. Oh. May- it could maybe he's just more than just stalking Ben. So potentially, but definitely at least Ben it seems, or at least a very very big fan. <laughs> the I can't wait to talk. Go ahead. I can't wait. No, no, no. So I I think she's a stalker. Most the other thing. Oh yeah, when so when she mentions Dicky, right? So obviously, yep. you know he's a jerk to everyone, even kind sweet Dicky. So yep. First of all, saying that we've. We're pretty suspicious of Dickie as is. We've yet yep. to analyze Dickie any further. 
the right. show and i thought at this point I'm like oh i don't think it's gonna be dicky now i still think we're too early in the season if we're gonna start shining the light on dicky but she immediately looks away kind of you know she looks away after she says that from oliver then kind of re-engages the conversation but kind of and we just go past the fact of, of yep. dicky almost as though something something happened between her and dicky or something but you actually mm-hmm. wondered if there was something that's happened between her mm-hmm. and dicky maybe not necessarily romantic but mm-hmm. just something mm-hmm. uh, so there you go. So, All right. That's, that's, what I, that's what I noticed uh, in the Loretta area. What about you? Okay. So I I want to call back to last, not last episode, the the singing, the episode with Look for the Light. That should have been called Look for the Light. Uh, grab your hankies, that episode. Thank you. Episode yes, three. I'm so <laughs> confused when you said that. When, when Loretta was singing the song and kept looking at what we thought was Oliver, but right behind Oliver was Dickie. So mm-hmm. always in every shot of Oliver had Dickie in the background. Mm-hmm. Every photo in this scrapbook has Dickie in it. Really? Yes. Uh, every photo. Okay. It's not just it's never just Ben. It's always Ben and Dickie. Okay, so I looks like okay. So it looks like maybe she's not a Ben stalker. I don't think she's a Ben stalker. Oh. I really like I am a hundred percent on board that she is Dickie's mother. That she is yeah. Dickie's mother, and she gave Dickie up for adoption, and so Dickie is Ben's adopted brother. Okay, so I'm a hundred percent bored of this. Also, I what, say, what I makes you say, think adoption? Well, uh, if they if if it's not adoption, then she is both of their mother. Well, she's both of their mothers, or she's not actually related to Dickie. I think she's related to Dickie. She keeps like she she. She signed up with him right after Ben died, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah. she keeps referring to him as that. You know, he's sweet. Um, I don't know. Oh my goodness! I, I will tell you this: there was something. This was so background, but in that episode, grab your hankies. When she enters Oliver's apartment with Dicky, they are talking about like health insurance or something. I don't. I don't even remember exactly what the lines were, but they are talking talking about health insurance. Um, there's also this this idea that remember I said that she said the the tooth fairy was on the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. Ben, one of the articles talks about Ben giving a commencement speech at a St. Louis high school, and I'm pretty sure the Mississippi River is right around St. Louis. Would be that's in Missouri. So if she grew up in uh, around the Mississippi River. She may have settled there, or not settled there. She may have like lived there as a young adult as well. Given Dickie up for adoption, Dickie gets adopted by Ben's family because a star like Ben Glenroy doesn't give a commencement address at a high school unless it was his high school. That's fair. So no. if the, if that was his high school, then. He's he's there. Hey, that makes sense that that he would go back and give that commencement address. Um, it's the, it's the area where Loretta grew up, which means it could potentially be the area where Loretta was pregnant and gave her baby up for adoption. I can confirm, St. Louis, Mississippi. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I will also say this that I, I think I've mentioned this before, but the, we've talked about the the Reddit theories that 
Loretta was Ben's mother, like from mm-hmm. episode two, that people yeah. were theorizing this. There have been like just loads of maternal imagery for Loretta throughout the season. I mean, that song that she sings is sung to a baby in her care. That audition she's the nanny. She gives. She's the nanny. The audition monologue that she gives, like you know, would I kill to protect a child in my care? I say without compunction. I like, all that stuff. Like so, I I think. If I'm going to walk this all the way through, she did worm her way into that audition because she heard Ben Glenn Rose in it and she wanted to get close to Dickie. She wanted to meet her son, maybe tell him that she was his mother. Um, and she, you know, when she's giving that model, the reason she was so good is because she was thinking about this son that she gave up for adoption. That's why she did such a good job with the audition. So when she, like, sees meets ben glenroy there is genuine awe there like oh this is a movie star she's not really this is not there's not emotion that it's just her son there's just awe this is a movie star but my son represents him and that's really cool right um so yeah i think that i think that happens and then as we go through to the opening night she gets in a fight with ben because of the way she, that he treats dickie i think that's what sets her off is seeing the way that Ben treats Dickie. This is her son, and she can't help herself but confront him and calling him, calling him, call yeah. him and, an effing pig. And Ben somehow sees the scrapbook in some way and just presumes right. that she's a stalker of his. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, right. so this is where I'm at. All right. I mean, I mean, it all lines up. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I dig it. But the the question then becomes though. Who, Mr. Sal, uh-huh. do we think has killed it? Yeah. Who's, who's right. killed Ben? So I still have Dickie listed as my number one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I also still have Dickie listed as my number one. Um, and I still have Tobert at number two. As do I. And I still have Howard at number three. I have Maxine still as number three. Okay. Um, and I still believe that Donna put poison in the cookies in this dressing room. Oh yeah, I I so, like that theory. I do too. <laughs> they know they know that he likes cookies. Yep. Well, poison him with cookies for the show. Yeah, it's a hell of a way to reopen a show, mm-hmm. coming back from the dead. Um, not I mean not poison him with the intention of killing. Just whatever the yeah. hydro, whatever it was that Mabel. They're said. not killers. Yeah, they're not killers yeah. here. Just right. people that just immoral people that want to make more money. And it would not surprise me if there is no murder. It, it was an accident. Surprise me if he just accidentally fell down this elevator shaft. Okay. I don't. I don't know if it's like I'm not. I'm not saying that is what happened, but I. Would right, not well, be I'll tell you right now. I'll I'll tell you right now. If we want, if you want to say that moving forward, that's got to be its own prediction. So like, <laughs> so you could say Dicky number one, accident number two. Oh yeah, yeah. Tobert number three this episode yeah. we didn't, but do you want to do that moving forward if we, sure if we, we can do, do that moving accident, forward yeah. yeah put it on your list now you had mentioned that you thought that there was a chance that loretta had been stalking oliver yeah right uh, just well just the the idea that they were in the same circles mm-hmm. and this is such a big coincidence and judging by well so i didn't even realize the whole dicky angle that you brought into it but yeah the, the photos all contain dicky in them yeah yeah. But it's so cool, the, by the way. Look at those photos if you get a chance, folks. Every yeah. photo has Dickie in it. My question is, 
the same circles as Oliver, and she even admits like, "Oh, I, I." He didn't know who she was, but she certainly know who knew he who he was. I don't know. Now it's just, it's just such it's just such a big coincidence. I feel like it just can't be a coincidence. Maybe yeah. it is. Yeah, but I just feel like it can't be. Do you think that there is a chance that Oliver is Dickie's father? Because oh my goodness. <laughs> because <laughs> last season Oliver found out that Willie is not his son. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could it be possible that he has a son somewhere that he doesn't know about? Jeez, ah, man! I... <laughs> now, now we're getting, now we're really getting in the weeds there. I mean, yeah, that's, that's that's a rabbit hole. I'm not sure I want to go down, but I just want to put it out there in case it's true. Yeah, no, no that's a good dart to throw. Yeah, I have no idea because now it kind of pokes the hole that she's stalking Oliver. She's not really a stalker; she's just a very proud mother. But maybe that's why she kept that purple joint from that well, night. Also, I, I, like, okay, here's what I'll say. I think she knew that purple joint was rolled by Oliver. Uh huh. That's how I, th- I think. I think she does too. And I think that I don't know. I I, I why think there's a chance of this. Oliver has, spent, has told so many stories where he woke up someplace he didn't remember going. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It would not surprise me if that is the case, but. We'll see. That's I don't really have any evidence to back that up, except for the fact that they ran in similar circles, and she still. Oh has yeah, it's it just yeah, it's just too too much of a coincidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think there's something up there, but I think time will tell for that. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Well, there you have it. That's. I mean, that's all I got. Anything else you got? No, not nothing else. Uh, other than the Jonathan Doctor C stuff, none of that's really. I don't yeah. think Jonathan that, did it I, at all. I, I don't either. And and I think that Dr. C was the person on the phone. I think that's because I don't want to forget about that phone call, but I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, we hope that you enjoyed our coverage of this episode. We hope that you tune in again next week when we cover episode six, Ghost Light. Do you know what a ghost light is, Kurt? Like a night light, but it's the kind, reverse. It's kind of like a night light. Um, it's a single light that's kept on in a dark theater. Oh, okay. So, so if you go into a darkened theater, there's this like a single light left on that's called a ghost light. That's that's like over the stage or on the stage. Okay. Yeah. So that way, what's it? So I can see what you know, if I need to navigate or something. Yes, exactly right. Yep. Anyway, all right. Uh, we hope that you will check that out next week. But in the meantime. We've got coverage of The Old Man coming to a pretty swift conclusion here. We've got two more episodes to cover. So let's find out how we finished up on that series. Uh, we've got, have we, I mean, we can't announce, announce here. <laughs> we have not announced yeah, you can announce if you want. I mean, why not, right? After we finish The Old Man, we'll start a new series. We're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I changed my mind. I don't want to tell you. Listen to the old man and you'll find out. And you know, once it Eventually. starts dropping, we'll announce it recap too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, anyway, that old man worth checking out. Uh, we've got lots of stuff in our back catalog. You could check out better call Saul's last season, some black mirror episodes, centaur world, Chernobyl, Dexter, new blood, the last of us, the leftovers lost. Mrs. Davis, only mer- oh, well, we're doing all the merge in the building right here. <laughs> Sorry. Together, though. We did yeah. seasons yeah. one and two. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Outer Range, Ozark, 
Russian Doll Season 1, Watchmen, and The White Lotus. So lots of stuff for you to check out. Please do so. Email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com, or you can reply to my posts of the link to our episodes and the subreddit for only murders in the building. Uh, we'll, if, you, if we think it's worth uh, putting on the air, we'll put it on the air, uh, your comments. That sounds good. Uh, and folks, uh, make sure that uh, you give us those five-star ratings and reviews. They really do help as does spreading the podcast and sharing it with friends and other people that you know. Actually, I heard a podcast say this the other day, and I liked it. If you love it, share it with your friends. Tell your friends about it. If you hate us, tell your enemies about it, because then they might love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they might. We'll make them, if, if you hate it, put them through the same torture you just went through. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, uh, and, and we'll look forward to next week. But in the meantime, folks, Kurt and I have some more chatting to do off the air here uh we're, we, we chat about murder mostly and, and some and, and connected to bluetooth we talk a lot about that shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day